Verbally Effective with Ina Esco is an interview-style podcast that intersects art, culture, politics, and entertainment with a Memphis focus. Each week, I'm joined by a featured guest with roots in Memphis. Verbally Effective delves into each guest's personal journey to uncover the incredible stories fueling their purpose, the highs and lows of their pursuits, and how through their passion, they are moving the culture forward. Be sure to follow Verbally Effective and Ina Esco on Instagram. Also, download the Verbally Effective podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Don't forget to check out the website and submit to be a guest at verballyeffective.com. Hello, this is Janika White. I'm an attorney and I'm a candidate for Shelby County District Attorney. And I'm hanging out with the fabulous Ina Esco on Verbally Effective Podcast. Yo, what's poppin'? It's the young line, Sammy Man. And right now you're locked in with Ina Esco on the Verbally Effective Podcast. Love. Exact Tax Prep is an independently owned tax preparation company specializing in preparing and electronically filing federal and state income tax returns for individuals and small businesses. Contact Email Sagi Jr. with the Exact Tax team to provide you with the top of the line tax strategies. By educating clients on new and existing tax laws, Emil's goal is to ensure that you make the right financial decision. Contact Emil Sagi Jr. today at 901 75 or email E-S-I-G-E-E at E-D-X-A-C-T-T-A-X-P-R-E-P dot com. At Marcus C. Turner & Associates, we offer no-cost insurance and financial analysis reviews for personal, business, and life insurance. Contact us today at 901-457-0389 or visit the website at www.mturnerinsures.com. With four locations in the Mid-South, the Cairo Place is currently offering a new patient promo that is only $30, which includes a consultation, exam, x-rays, and therapies in office. Set your appointment today with the Cairo Place by calling 901-221-7173 or visit the website at www.thecairoplace.net. Hey guys, it's your double E, Ina Esco, host of the Verbally Effective Podcast. I'm so happy that you have joined us yet again. You know, the podcast is all about art, entertainment, politics with a Memphis focus. That's right. We are talking to many of the movers and shakers in the city of Memphis 10. Big shout outs to my team, Ari, Brandon, Patrick, and Murrell. And also big shout outs to the Consortium MMT for allowing me to podcast in this space. And hey, my cash app, you forgot about that? It is hashtag media darling. That's right. It takes a lot to put this production together. And I also need you guys to Follow, follow all of this wonderful visuals on the Ina Esco YouTube channel. Subscribe to the podcast as well on all platforms. Let's get into it. I got my girl in the building with me, serial entrepreneur. And I'm going to let her tell you about all of her endeavors. I'm talking about Dominique 
Frost. What's up, beautiful? Amen. Thank you, Ina. <laughs> uh, thank you for um, allowing me to come onto your show. Definitely. Um, it's always a pleasure to be able to talk to the public about what it is that I do and what it is that I love and um, to share my journey with your yes, audience. Indeed. So I'm excited about being here. Indeed. Let's start at the beginning, Dominique. What part of Memphis are you from? I'm from North Memphis. Okay. Born and raised. Um, um, grew up in this area. Most folks in Memphis call it Scudderfield, New Chicago area. Scudderfield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Douglas Elementary. Um, graduated from Craigmont High School. My parents beha- became homeowners mm-hmm. by the time I was in middle school. So we moved to uh, Raleigh. Okay. And I uh, went to Craigmont High School. Then I went on to Tennessee State University. That's in Nashville. So I never really went out of the state, um, you know, for for anything, for education or anything. So I've never lived outside of Tennessee um, longer than maybe three months, right? So I'm very familiar with the state. I'm very familiar with things that go on in Memphis and the culture. So, um, so yeah, that's me. You know, just a girl from North Memphis. I'm proud to be from North Memphis. Um, like uh, Bobby Brown say, I'm black and I'm proud. Okay. I'm from North Memphis and I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> Nord, Nord in yes, the building. Yes. Let's stick on uh, Craigmont for a minute. Craigmont High School. What was the young Dominique into at Craigmont? What was you doing over there? Oh, my goodness. I played sports. I played, yes, I played uh, volleyball, cross country, um, and softball. So I played sports at Craigmont. I was very involved in student government uh, even then. And then I was even involved in student government when I went to Tennessee State. So I was um, uh, elected as a representative to represent the student body there. Uh, So I've always been engaged, uh, been involved in, um, you know, pretty much had those leadership characteristics then. Um, And um, I would say Throughout my matriculation, throughout school, and just giving back to the community, I guess um, how I got into politics and pretty much had the courage to run for office, um, a friend of mine reached out to me, uh, approaching her uh, 10-year alumni uh, reunion, and she said, Dominique, you know, you're very involved in the community. You have a nonprofit organization. You know a lot of people. Uh, you're a mover and shaker. Could you help me uh, with a campaign that I'm putting together to raise some money uh, to restore the planetarium? And I said, sure, of course, you know, whatever you need me to do. And so one thing led to another, and next thing you know, I'm meeting with um, administrators and eject executives at Shelby County Schools to ensure that our school got the funding that it needed to restore the planetarium that was shut down. And uh, we raised about 120 something thousand dollars to get the planetarium at Craigmont restored. Mm-hmm. And so, amen. So that doing that project um, and spearheading that and um, working with the team of other um, other entrepreneurs and people, just community leaders, you know, to get that done, that's that's where I would say that really gave me the courage to run for office is when I was able to assist with that project. Okay, so let's talk about that for a minute. Uh, Since you brought it up, um, you ran in 2020 for a state rep role. How was that experience? Tell me about it. And why did you, you know, was was it being on that particular project that helped you move forward with that? Well, it's a number of issues that, um, that I 
um, I would say that was happening then, right? Um, and it was a it was a spike in black leadership and women leadership and women being elected here in Shelby County. Mm-hmm. And I remember and it, that it was a in 2018. It was a lot of uh, women elected to powerful clerk positions. And uh, there's and there's an upcoming election now. You know the Shelby County election is is coming up, and it's a lot of. A lot of those women are running for re-election. So in 2018, when a lot of those women were elected, I said, okay, you know, women can be, um, you know, elected officials here. And um, I, in 2020, I pretty much prepared myself then, right, when I saw all these other leaders getting elected to um, to, to run for office in 2020. So um, just— and I assisted a lot of those women with their election and working on those campaigns. That was very inspiring for me. And um, I used some of my public relations and business consulting uh, services to help some of them get elected. And so I said, you know what, Dominique? You've been helping people for a long time. <laughs> um, it's it's time for you to go out here and uh, run for office, and I did, and it was a great experience. I met a lot of people along the way, and um, it was running for office. It's a it's a high stress levels, you know, up and down. You know, you're going to have a lot of bumps uh, on the on the campaign road right and uh, you definitely have it taught me um that your team is very very important that you have a great team of people um in any business any operations that's the only way you're going to be successful and so um i could say that i wouldn't take that experience back for anything in the world um and it just pretty much um gave me all the tools i needed um to to step out on faith and start my business, right? And so in 2020, I also was studying to become a licensed life insurance agent because I knew that I needed a flexible career um, if I wanted to really service my community, right? And becoming a life insurance agent gave me the flexibility to um, to still be in the community, still work in my nonprofit, still... Um, partner with other marketing agencies and help them with their projects and because event production is really my passion I really enjoy event production and and it's good seeing, to know that yeah <laughs> amen <laughs> I really enjoy event, seeing something come to yeah. come to um seeing a vision come to light you know because you, you all you can think of is okay I want it to look this way you have a visual of how you want it to look and how you want events to, to to be and then you you see all those counterparts come together and it's a beautiful thing right and um you need a team to do that and so um that's that's pretty much what it is that I do and that's what I enjoy doing Okay, let me ask you this, uh, kind of going back into okay. when you ran for state rep role. Are you still interested in maybe running going forward? Yes, um, I am going to run again. Okay. Okay, so, I, you know, when they say do not be discouraged, do and not be— And you heard it here on Verbally Affected. Never be discouraged. <laughs> Just work on yourself, and when it's your time, one thing it taught me— was is that when it's your time, it's your time. Definitely. And um, if it's not your time, it's not your time. And mm-hmm. you have to take everything with a grain of salt and keep pressing through uh, all the hurdles, all the hurdles, all the ups and downs, and just keep faith. And um, 
And God will pretty much reveal to you what it is that you need he to do. He surely will. And um, I, I know um, it it didn't feel like failure when I when I was defeated this this last election. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt um, I fe- I felt a lot of pain. Okay, because I lost. Anytime you're defeated, when you're an athlete, any type of uh, mm-hmm. defeat is painful, right? Um, but um, I grew so much mm-hmm. because I, I, I endured that pain. And then I critiqued myself in different areas and said, Dominique, this is what you need to do. This is These are the different areas where you need to um, to work on. And when you when you take accountability for some of those things mm-hmm. and you, you know, I've had two years to prepare. Mm-hmm. So, like, I kind of feel like I'm, you know, I've been... I've been what what you want to call it in conditioning for the last yes, two years. <laughs> yes, ain't nothing wrong with that, Dominique. So yeah, so yeah, I am ready to get back out here and run for office again. But um, and I will. I am preparing to make that announcement very soon. Oh, I am. like this year? Yes. Oh wow. Yes. Interesting. Yes, yes, that's true. That's Thanks true. for sharing that, Dominique. Because mm-hmm. I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And you know what? Um, when I think of you as well, um, mental health comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you are really establishing yourself um, and your platform tying to mental health. Why is that? Well, mental health is very dear to me because um, I've, I've had mental health challenges. And I think um, a lot of people um, don't necessarily recognize it right mm-hmm. right offhand you know there's depression there's anxiety but there's different levels of it there's mm-hmm. stress and any stress um can can play um can can affect how your behaviors are mm-hmm. right and in our communities even even in our communities when we talk to our peers um our friends uh, people deal with their stress levels very differently and if you don't know how to cope with this, those stress levels even when you're an entrepreneur mm-hmm. um and you sometimes you can feel so alone right and it, at one point in time I felt so alone a lot of people don't know this but um I um had a um, um a pregnancy that was high risk and and that high risk pregnancy uh, turned into me losing my child. Mm, I'm so sorry. Amen. Yeah. So um, and so when you when you deal with that, and then you have a lot of other hardships to follow after that. You mm-hmm. know, uh, my life. I, by the grace of God, I don't look like what I've been through. Um, but um, you can kind of feel you can you can blame yourself. You can blame other people. But you def- and you can kind of feel. Um, alone to the point to where no one will really understand what you're going through. And sometimes as women, um, we can can have so much on us, but we we're, um, we try to put up this, put on this face, like we got it all together, right? Especially women. Yes, we do. And uh, we don't, it's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. And um, it's okay to get your support system and to tell people, look, I'm... It's, I'm going to need some time to call you back. I need some me time. I need some self-care. Um, and I had to learn how to do that mm-hmm. because I was I would care so much about pleasing other people mm. and um, being a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, 
being the people pleaser or being nice all the time doesn't get you far, especially no. in entrepreneurship. Definitely. And, um, you know, um, and I and even in high school, I was like this friendly person. I've always been a very friendly person. And uh, when you start to evolve, friends start trickling off. Mm-hmm. Right. When you start to, quote unquote, um, uh, which which what they like to call it nowadays. Um, they call it um, tap in, right? Uh, tap in. You, you start to tap in right. into, into what's really uh, what you need to do to, to grow, mm-hmm. the changes that you need to make in your life to grow, then you start to lose friends. You try to use your time is very limited. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have time for other people. Yeah. And that's the only way you're going to be successful is if you become, if you start to recognize that you need to be a little bit more selfish. Yeah. Did you get a, a therapist? I did. Name? I and, did. And therapy. How, how did that work for you, Dominique? Um, therapy was great. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I was actually in and out of ther- therapy for about two to three years in and out of therapy for two to three years because my therapist definitely told me that it was it was going to take time to heal um and that and a lot of people don't know this but you can heal but one thing can open up that wound and mm-hmm. it can trigger that wound and um and it's it's an ongoing process just c- similar to um an addiction right mm-hmm. because it, anything could trigger you to where you can go back to mm-hmm. um backlash and you know tr- trigger you to go back to that addiction. Mm -hmm. And so um, you definitely have to always be coping. So for me, I work out. I stay, um, I I have a motivational app uh, that sends me motivational um, uh, messages all the time. Sometimes I may post them on social media, you know, a lot of times, but I do have a motivational app that keeps me motivated. And um, I have a great uh, spiritual a group of friends and family. Um, you have to have that and just find different coping skills. I love to travel. That's and okay. it, and it really helped me to figure out why I like to travel because mm-hmm. they escape, right? You mm-hmm. feel like you're escaping from your reality, but you always have to come back to it, right? Okay. <laughs> you you can never really escape. You you have to face it head on, and that's where the mature maturity comes in. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so yeah, I have, I, and anybody that's going through anything, just know that you're not alone. God is with you. And I have people look at me crazy all the time because I praise God in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. I'll praise him for for anything. I'm like, tell me what's going on. I wouldn't even be worried God. or concerned about amen. none of them. Amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. Look, amen. Amen. Don't yes, play. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad that, you know, um, you realized there was an issue, um, saw a therapist and understand your coping skills mm-hmm. to keep you moving forward. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like, you know, you're going to be jumping back in that in that political arena very soon. Yes, I do. I do. Um, there's an election coming up in the, in the election I ran for before. Um, it was a it was my first time running. Um, I really believe I did a really great job because I came out of that uh, primary as um, with 30 percent over over 30 percent of the votes. Um, and, um, you know, the person that's been in that seat, she's been there for 
over 20 plus years and she's she's been there she's done she's served a a great done a great service to the community um and i just believe that um as a progressive leader right a young progressive leader that there are other things or other influential uh, decisions or uh, development opportunities and just so many different things that that the district deserves right and that i can do and um, and I have nothing against, um, you know, the time that she served there, but I just believe it's time for a new leadership. Yeah. And at some point in time, you know, all the godfathers and godsisters <laughs> and godmothers of, of politics have to come together and say, hey, mm-hmm. it's time. And so I really believe that, um, that um, you know, my time is coming um, and, um, and, I, and I am— committed to serving the community as as I as I would serve uh, my family or mm-hmm. uh, friends or you know because I love my community and um, I want to see Memphis grow you know Definitely. and I want to see Memphis become an Atlanta become a um, a DC become mm-hmm. a mega major city with enterprise and where it's everybody's happen. getting money, you know? It's going to happen. And it's it's almost there. It's, yeah. it's on the way. And yeah. I really believe that um, that Memphis is on the rise, and I want to be a part of that. Well, you know, Memphis loves Dominique. <laughs> and, you know, they're very happy to have you. So I, I really, you know, support whatever you're trying to do, Dominique. So make sure you let me know what that is <laughs> very soon. It's time for a new segment on the Verbally Effective Podcast. It's called Hey Man, Say Man. Hey this man, is a man. moment of transparency between okay. me and you. Okay. Okay? So... Dominique Frost, I want you to tell the verbally effective audience, if you could pick up the phone and call one person, alive or dead, who would it be and why? Mm. Okay. Hey, man, say man. I would call Biden. That's who you call? You call yes, him Biden? I what you going to tell Biden? Biden? <laughs> to come on with these student loans. <laughs> oh my goodness, why hasn't why hasn't he passed that bill yet? Mm-hmm. You know, he's and I'm just keeping it real. Yeah. You know, I am a product of my environment. Um, I didn't I would didn't have the the leverage of having a, a family that had student loan money set yes. aside. It's a lot of us. College funds <laughs> okay. set aside and you know, I had to work several jobs. Uh, while I was in school undergrad and um you know I think I speak for a lot of constituents um when I say that we are still waiting and I love you Biden I love however the, however <laughs> hey my say my <laughs> Wow. So, so she answered that she would call President Biden last. Hey, man, say, man, yeah, question. when you talk about financial literacy, when you talk about that sort of thing in the community, <laughs> and if I'm really for my people, you know, when right. it comes to financial literacy, you know, that would help a lot of people um, yeah. get ahead, you yes. know, and, you know, when it comes to credit restoration, those student loans. I mean, amen. And that's what he actually built his campaign off yes, of. Yes, I mean, that's and what I'm waiting on. And it just went away, right? I mean, I, I'm 
all for, um, you know, us supporting Ukraine and, you know, us, us doing all that. And Yeah, they, they dished out millions to Ukraine. I mean, like, where I they come listen, from? Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> listen, I'm all for that. You know, we are supposed to protect our neighboring uh, partners and parties, but... Um, but they're not a part of NATO, so... I'm just saying. But um, I really, I really, that's that's who I would call. Okay. Ina, that's who I would call. Hey, man. Say, man. I hear you, Dominique. <laughs> Last question. What is one risk you would take right now mm-hmm. if you knew that you would not fail? Right now. One, mm-hmm. one big risk. Listen. Ooh. What would I do if I knew I couldn't fail? That could be anything. Oh, what do you want to do, Dominique? Girl, that's a good one. <laughs> okay, so I think I would probably start a development project, mm-hmm. and um, to where it would be a development project in um, low and very high poverty communities, where there will be senior citizen living. Right, because it's a lot of people that have issues with getting affordable living, and they're on fixed income. And um, I think I would start a lot of different assisted living facilities across the country and uh, where I would still be catering to my community and helping people with housing. But I would still I would still be making some money, right? Mm-hmm. And so I've all, I think that real estate and development is something that I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I would do that and tap into my nonprofit and do that in some type of way. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. You did so great on Hey Man Saving. <laughs> now tell me about your nonprofit before we bring the pod to a close. Dominique. Okay. What's the name of it and, and what what tell me about it? Okay, so um my nonprofit is an educational uh program that provides services uh, you know, financial literacy services and transitional lifestyle services to the community. I also have, uh, and the name of it is D Up Unlimited Incorporated. Okay. And the reason I call it D Up Unlimited Incorporated is because I want to provide an unlimited amount of services to the community, resources. Mm-hmm. And uh, in order to do that, I mean, I need several different partners and that sort of thing. A lot. And, yes, yes. <laughs> and so... um so what I've done for the last nine years and what I'm known for is my philanthropy is me raising money and working with different people and collaborating with different public figures like Lester Hudson. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, excuse me, like Lester Hudson and um, some of the former Grizzlies. We do a back to school bash every year at Glenview Community Center where we uh, service anywhere between 200 to 300 people in the Glenview community. Mm-hmm. And that's, and if you're not familiar with Memphis, that is in the uh, South South Memphis area, closer to downtown. Okay. Yeah, going into downtown. But, um, but yeah, that's something that I've always done, I've always mm-hmm. wanted to do, and, um, and really putting together a program to where I am mentoring mentoring uh, students between the ages of 15 to 22 mm-hmm. and preparing them for transition, financial transition into the real world mm-hmm. um, as it pertains to being ready for um, for 
credit cards. And, and that's what they need right amen. now. Yeah, yeah because I, I wish, I really wish that um, these type of services were offered when I was in school. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that, I, I honestly believe, and I will fight for this um, when I'm elected, is so that financial literacy can be implemented into legislation. So where it's a requirement for students to have financial literacy coaching before they graduate mm-hmm. and, go into the, and go into the world. Um, and because that's that's needed, definitely, and needed. it will be, and those are preventative measures, right? Mm-hmm. Like we have preventative care, we have preventative um, uh, medicine. We, but what about preventative learning? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is definitely needed. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a kid right now about to graduate high school in another year, and um, I recently added him onto one of my credit cards, but he was already. He already understands. Yes, mm-hmm. mom. When you he really was wearing me to do it, <laughs> but I mean that will help him once he graduates. You know, with a, already a line of credit, right? Mm-hmm. So these kids, those are the type of skills that they really. And what need. if he didn't have a mom like you? Definitely. What if he didn't? Have I a didn't mom? have a dad like like my dad did not tell me that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So those type of conversations but it's the are needed. Transferring of information from generation to generation yes. that we're lacking and and. And it's it's coming, it's yeah. coming. Uh, but we're we're that's what we talk about bridging the gap. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're listening, and that's why we need to get the word out through her podcast, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but yeah, we have to bridge that gap, that generational gap. And I wasn't taught either. Um, and um, my parents, um, you know, they divorced, mm. and it, divorce is traumatizing. Mm-hmm. And people don't necessarily know that, but divorce can be traumatizing. It's painful. Like I said, anything that's traumatizing, yeah. it's painful. Yeah. And and then divorce was uh, the cause of that divorce were bankruptcies, mm. right? The financial um, turmoils that came from the marriage, and and that's one another reason why. I'm not. I'm not in a rush to get married, right? Because mm-hmm. I want to make sure it's right. Both of my parents have been married and divorced twice, right? Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like okay. Yeah. I, I feel. I feel what you're saying, but you know what? I was never hesitant on getting, getting married, married because really? of that. Mm. But I knew what I didn't want. Okay, right? you knew what you didn't mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, 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 I'm in the same boat. <laughs> yes, but I'm sure there are a lot of male suitors out here <laughs> ready to holler at my girl Dominique. But um, that's a whole nother conversation mm-hmm. for the verbally affected yes, podcast. It is. <laughs> it is a whole nother conversation. It is. Um, Do you know what, Dominique? This is what I want you to tell us about. I know that you're um, a speaker on an upcoming event mm-hmm. with which she. Entrepreneurs, yeah. 100 Women in Suits. Tell us about that event. Well, it's it's really to promote. Um, it's really to promote the launch of her book. Okay. And conversations with Yvonne, and okay. so um, and also is for us to talk about the mental state of women when we are. Uh, Carrying out our day-to-day operations of our businesses, um, what it took for us to get there, and to encourage other women to um, to seek their dreams and to mm-hmm. become entrepreneurs as well, and let them know that it's it's okay. You know, yeah. it's okay to to have a bad day. It is. It's okay to say, "Look, I can't do anything today." 
you know, and um, self-care is something that I, that I had to learn to engage in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm still evolving and learning, right? And I think loving yourself is the first step and knowing what that entails, okay, and knowing when to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, for a long time, I struggled with that. Yeah. And, um, and I still have to pray and say, God, okay. Don't feel bad. Dominique, don't feel bad. You don't can't, feel you bad. Can't do, you can't do it all. I be saying no left and right now, no. Okay. Because I I was I once was that way trying to help everybody. Mm-hmm. It will take a toll. Mm-hmm. No, no. Yes. No, say it with me, Dominique. No. no. Okay. No. <laughs> Okay, and when is the event for everybody with the Verbally Effective audience? All right, the event is actually tomorrow, March 26th. Um, and um, it's from 12 to 4 p.m. Um, and, it's, you know, we're going to have food trucks out there. Mm-hmm. All ladies are going to be suited and booted uh, in their suits. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be some media there. And, you know, we're just going to have a good time. We're going to share our stories. We're going to talk about, you know, the ups and downs, the highs and lows of entrepreneurship and, and how you can keep your head straight and still secure your bag. Okay. Mm-hmm. Still secure the bag. Still most importantly, secure the bag. Secure the bag. Yes. Well, <laughs> thank you so much, Dominique Frost, for joining me today on the Verbally Effective Podcast, my serial entrepreneur friend. I want you to let the Verbally Effective audience know how they can follow your journey and get in touch with you on social media. All right. Uh, you can follow my journey. Um, I'm, I have three different social media sites. Facebook would be Dominique Y. Frost, and that's Dominique, D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E, Y. Frost. Um, social media is the same thing, at Dominique, D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E, Y. Frost. And Twitter, the same thing. Everything, <laughs> all three links have the same, all three social media outlets have the same link. Um, and my website is www.dominiquewyfrost.com. Dot com. So everything's Dominique Y. Frost. Amen. Thank you. Is, what is that Y for? Yvette. Yvette. I was going to say Yvonne, but it's Yvette. Yvette, like off of Baby Boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, you got to keep me posted yes. on what's going on because yes. I know you're going to make a big announcement soon. And thank you so much, Dominique, for joining me you know, today. It's my, been my yes. pleasure. It's just so cool. The energy on your show is awesome. I appreciate that so much. And I wish you the best of luck in all of your endeavors. You need any help? Just call me. I will. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you all for tuning in to yet another episode of the Verbally Effective Podcast. As you can see, we're talking to the movers, the shakers, in the M, in the areas of art, politics, entertainment, and culture. Be sure to subscribe on all platforms, Verbally Effective Podcast with Ina Esco, and follow that YouTube as well, Ina Esco. Hit me up on my cash app if you feel the need to do so. Dollar sign, media darling. I will see you all next week on the Verbally Effective Podcast.